this week on a brand new episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast. For a minute, I really thought the team had had bought into trusting the process, better known as tanking. But then they come out there and they show flashes where it looked like they playing really hard and they trying to win. I don't know if this is a good team that's trying to lose or a bad team that's trying to win. I don't know what the hell is going on in Chicago. What's going on, folks? Welcome to a brand new exciting episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast. The realest sport podcast in all the land. True. I'm talking about in all the land. True. Man, we are back to wrap up the previous weekend sports. We throw away all the trash topics you don't really care about. We come back with that heat, and we give it to you with no BS, no sugarcoating, and no biases. Only the strong-arm truth. This happens to be the first time you guys are watching our show here on YouTube or listening on any of our various podcasts. Gotta say that, LaPera. Somebody told me they ain't know we was on SoundCloud. We well, on slap, SoundCloud, they need to slap themselves because we everywhere. Man. They need to slap themselves. everywhere. This your first time enjoying our show, man. I'm one half of the show. I go by the name of K Spade, the prospect. And I'm your boy, LaParis57, and together we form Strong Arm Sports Spade. Yes, sir. What a week of sports, bro. I mean, we had the national I championship. Like we had some good NBA games. We had some NFL news. I mean, it's a lot of things going on in sports, and we're here to bring that to them. Spade, I want to start. I know what you think. I'm starting in the NFL. No, sir. I'm but starting in college football, bro. We just had a national championship game that was like okay. with an amazing ending. I, I mean, I, we, Spade, and it was just state of Georgia. Your state was in there. Your state was in there. Alabama had, you know, guys got pulled. Spade, the national championship. Bro, don't start with no jokes. Don't start with no jokes today, bro. What you mean? I'm just. Because I, I feel it. I feel the joke Spade, on the way. it is my job to relay what happened during the, this past week of sports. And this is what happened. Georgia choked again. They choked again. That's what happened. See? G- just throw it. the whole GA. Just throw all of Georgia away because they just can't win a big game, Spade. Spade, this was one of the topics that I, I think you, me and you, was we was watching the game, Spade, and you was like, man, if Georgia let this game go away, I'm going to flame Georgia. The, the I never cops, said that. The Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. Georgia, not I never the said state. that. This, the the Bulldogs, not the state, the Bulldogs. But Spade, I didn't say that either. I mean, it was it was just it was a great game with a great ending. I can't I can't wait to get your thoughts because you wouldn't even talk to your boy during the game. You was like, yo, I just can't wait to our show. Talk to me, bro. The game ended. Hurts uh, got pulled. Freshman, mm-hmm. true freshman quarterback came in, delivered a dart in overtime. Talk to your mm-hmm. boy. How did you feel, man? Listen. What, what, what's, what's what's the morale like in Georgia today? Like, talk to you. Bro, first of all, don't come for the state of Georgia, dog. All right? Because was New Jersey in a big game? That's huh? what I thought. Where is That's that? what I thought. Was New Jersey <laughs> ever in a big game? Do New Absolutely. Jersey know what a big game is? Absolutely. No. You remember when the Nets right, was so, in the championship? You better talk. You better talk. <laughs> nah, talk I wouldn't lie. I wouldn't lie. But no, let's talk about this game for real. Jokes aside, this was a great Game. It was everything it really was. that you hope to see in a championship game. It was, it was chippy at Spade, times. Did Georgia it choke? Was some hard did Georgia choke? 
Bro, you want me to talk about the game or you? I'm you asking you a question. I'm just asking the question, bro. You you if, asked one question and I didn't even get a chance to answer that did one. People yet. want can to know the, the first damn question. That's the more important question. Bro, can I answer the first question? Okay, go ahead. That, I mean, I like the first question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say. The game provided everything you like to see in a national championship game. You saw somebody get benched. You yep. saw upperclassmen make plays. You saw freshmen make plays. And I said on Twitter at one point, this game looked like. The uh, in-game mode in, in the new Madden 18, it looked like long shot, where mm. the coach goes, we ain't getting it done. Give me the freshman, throws him to the wolves, and the freshman come out and look like he's been ready for that moment his entire life. It was a great game. I, I told you guys here on the podcast, I cannot root for Nick Saban for obvious reasons. I'm a Dolphin fan. He screwed us over bad. I cannot root for Nick Saban, but I said Fate right here business. on this You told me show, with Jimbo. You told Fate me to let right it go here with Jimbo. In this very chair. I'm not going to stop talking for you this time. I'm going to talk all over <laughs> I said right here in this very chair, I do not foresee Nick Saban losing two national championships back-to-back. I just can't fathom that. I just know Nick Saban liked to win. He, he strikes me as the guy that hates to lose more than he likes to win. And the way that he lost last year, I just couldn't see him doing that two years in a row. He showed, he showed why he's one of the greatest, man. He benched. He benched Jalen Hurts at the half and came back with a true freshman. It was a great game. What you want to know? Great game. Did did Georgia did Georgia choke, Spade? Quite frankly, yes. I, yes. And I got to say they did because the play calling the, moved me that, in the wrong way. That's where I'm going to go. The play calling moved me in the wrong way. Listen, SAS supporters, let me tell you why. Because I know the Georgia fans are finna get at me. Let me tell you why. You got not one, but two excellent running backs. Two excellent running backs. Late in the game, with the lead, I understand you want to run the ball. I understand you want to chew clock. I'm good for all that. Line up and play smash mouth football. What's this wildcat, wild dog mess? What is that? What is that? On the wrong side of the 50 deep, I, I get it. Yeah, maybe you do it once or twice. If I'm not mistaken, LaPaz, I think they scored on some trickeration stuff like that. I think the receiver scored on one of those plays. I'm not sure. But I tell you what, I, I didn't like it toward the end of the game. It looked a little too conservative for my liking. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows when you get a lead, when you play scared, you can't play with scared money, LaPaz. You lose right. every time you play with scared money. That's what I felt like they did. Scared money don't make money, Spade. And I'm going to tell you what. I felt like I agree with you 100%. I felt like Georgia play calling got very conservative. And I'm going to just point out one play, Spade. Like you said, they Michelle was chopping him up. You said his name yep. ain't Michelle. Yeah, it looked like, look like Michael to me. But whatever. They say <laughs> Michelle, so I mean, I guess he should know his own. Yeah, Michelle was chopping him up, Spade. It was one play. I'll... I, I, I want to say it was in the third quarter. It might have been early in the fourth quarter, Spade. It was third and two. It was third and two. And me and you was in a party. We was we was talking. We was talking during this game. I said, Spade, what are they doing? They they I seen the quarterback motion out to wide receiver. First of all, Alabama know you're not about to throw that ball to that quarterback on third and two. So it's a run. So you basically playing 10 on 10 on 11 football. Everybody gets to come come crash down and get the ball carrier cuz they know you're not about to throw it to that quarterback. Why not Spade? This the quarterback early in the game was throwing dots. He was dotting them up. If anything, you want to do two some... INTs though. And all fair. He did. He, he did. did. He picks. did. He did. But Spade, if anything you want to give him you want to give your quarterback a run pass option, some play action. And you at least want to keep the illusion that, you know what, he can keep it. It can be a pass. When you motion him 
out from under center or out from the shotgun spade, everybody know you're not throwing that ball to that guy. He's too valuable. Not throwing it at all. These running backs yeah. are not going to throw. Come not on, man. At all. I just... I, Spade, it's the same thing when you when you start playing when you start playing uh, with with like calling conservative plays on offense or on defense. Start playing like prevent defense to not lose the game. That's a, it's a it's a it's a formula. It's a formula for 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 death. Like, you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose. And I just I couldn't believe the the play calling. That Spade at one point they ran. He ran a reverse, and I said, what are they doing? What are they doing? Just play football. Stop trying to trick them. Stop trying to just play football. I, 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 had a, I had a big problem. I had a big problem with the play calling, especially in the second half. Speak. I want to say kudos to Nick Saban because Jalen Hurts, for, you know, I, I don't know how that went in the locker room at halftime, but Nick Saban came out and he made a judgment call. Made, that's why coaches get paid the big bucks. He made a call, and what's the name came out and started throwing dots. He had some plays that could have been interceptions wow. that the Georgia defense dropped. Some of them plays could have been interceptions. But this kid showed a, he showed so much heart. I mean, they was running him like he was hurt, and he got a cannon. He got a cannon. Yeah. Spade, yeah. I got to ask you. I got to ask you. And then we, you know, then we can move on. I don't want to spend too much time. Spade, the final play when the when the Georgia DB, I, everybody said they was in cover two, and mm-hmm. that the that it was the safety fault. But but that final play when Hurts mm-hmm. delivered the game winning strike, what did you think? It, it wasn't Hurts, it was Tua. But go ahead. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Tua. Excuse me. What about the play? I'm sorry. I didn't hear the yeah, play. I said I, I said like, especially after he took that sack. Once he took that sack, once Tua took that sack, and then came right back and delivered that 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 strike. For for the um, winning touchdown, like what what did you think of that play? I I don't know what my initial thought was at first. I I told you because you and I was kind of watching the game together in a party. I was I had my phone in my hand. I was actually typing. I know this is a young kid. He cannot take that sack in OT. Word. He it kind of reminded. Before I could, we said in the it, party bro. that it kind of reminded us like the Atlanta, like the sack Matt Ryan took. Took, in the Super Bowl, field goal and you was like, you just can't take that sack. That's what you said in the party. Yep. But you know what? I'm gonna tell you what I realized. Twice in that game, that kid made a big mistake, and then both after both of those big mistakes, he came back and made a big play. The first he time did. he threw an interception, Nick Saban was going crazy. In the history of me watching Nick Saban coaching, if I'm wrong, somebody correct me in the comment section. Tweet me, email me, whatever. Usually, when Nick Saban goes off after a kid makes a dumb play. That kid is always kind of like, I'm going to walk on the sideline as far away from Nick Saban as possible. I, it was a shot LaParis I saw on the sideline that I'll never forget. After the interception, the kid, Tua, had his arm around Nick Saban. He had his arm mm. around him. And he appeared to be saying, like, that's my bad. I messed up. I got you. And I was thinking, this kid is either oblivious to the moment or he is as cool as a damn cucumber. And I got to say, the kid is cool. Because after taking that sack, you got to understand in college football, if there's anybody that's listening that don't know the rules, Georgia had possession first. They were given an opportunity to either get in the end zone or get three. They end up having to take three. So a touchdown wins this game. A field goal at least provides more life for you. If you take a big-time sack that takes you out of field goal range, in a game where your field goal kicker already missed two chip shot field goals, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about mm-hmm. tough field goals. I mean Mm-mm. field goals that they got middle school kids making on the regular, right. high school kids for sure. You got a D1 kicker missing chip shot field goals, and you take that sack in OT. 
and I was just typing, you cannot take that sack. And before I could send it, he threw a dot to the end zone. If the Georgia DC really called cover two, he got a hold of that L. I've never called a collegiate game or a high school game or anything else, but I play one on TV. I played a ton of Madden, and I know they don't. <laughs> I know it's not. I know it's not the same. Before y'all come attack me, I know it's not the same. The point that I'm making is, even in a video game, I never call cover two in that situation. If anything, I'm in cover two man. I'm manning up and I'm throwing two safeties over the top. The last thing I want to do is go cover twos. Would you go cover two there? Absolutely not, babe. Like absolutely not. It's too. It's it's too much error for confusion. It's too much error for confusion right there. And shout out to Tua because I mean the the safety job is to watch his eyes and he was looking at he held that safety long enough for off. that guy to break free a the corner. Freshman the corner couldn't get this, back bro. and he was a wreck. A true freshman. Look that freshman, damn man. safety off like and, a savvy vet and threw a dot to the end and that, zone. And that leads that leads to my next question, Spade. What's next for Hurts? It's a lot of people saying he need to um, change positions. There's a lot of people saying he got to get out of there. He got to transfer. What's next for him? I mean, my honest opinion, and I, once again, this is something we talk about on the show a lot. I know a lot of the listeners don't like that I beat this dead horse and I continue to beat this dead horse. The one position in the NFL where they're still not equal is the quarterback position. To be a, mm -hmm. a black uh, quarterback in the NFL, you have to be you have to be pretty good. You have to be pretty good. If you're just okay, that doesn't work in the NFL if you're a black quarterback. I say it all the time. People don't like it. You can be an okay white quarterback. You can hold a clipboard forever. Look at uh, Painter. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Peyton Manning's uh, backup. That guy yeah. was terrible. That guy was terrible. He had a long career just holding the clipboard. You, you rarely yeah. see that. As a minority quarterback, I'm going to be honest with you. He can transfer anywhere in the world. He's never going to be an NFL quarterback. Never. So if I'm Jalen Hurts, you might as well go ahead and do the Denard Robinson. Toward the end of his Michigan tenure, Denard went on and changed the RB. It helped him out. He was able to go pro. He was drafted. I, I think it's time for Hurts. They keep talking about how much of a gym rat he is, how much he can bench, how much he can squat. Man, you better go ahead and start toting that pill. He better go ahead and switch to running back, defensive back, something. He might as well let that QB I, spot go. I, I, I agree because I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to be. I don't think he's going to be a, a NFL quarterback. And you don't I don't think. think he look how they doing Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. I mean, I, I mean, light years better than. Jalen I mean, Hurts. I don't think he thinks he's going to be one. Maybe he could transfer to Georgia. Spade. They run. They run yeah. the. Uh, I mean, Georgia. Uh, Georgia Tech. They run the wishbone or whatever down there. Yeah, and the, and the last ahead. quarterback they had in the league, I think, was Joe Hamilton, I mean, and that was a short stay. I, so I, I don't think I, I could be wrong, but I don't and he think ain't that getting to Quan Marshall's either. So no, that ain't it. But I mean, I agree with you. It's, he got to change positions. Like this kid just came through, threw lasers in a national championship from coming off the bench, being cold as ice. He ain't, you know, what I mean, it wasn't like he thought he was gonna get in this game or get any playing time. This kid came right in. And through lasers. I mean, he made some mistakes, but he a freshman. You yeah. can clean that up. You can through clean that up. Touchdowns. He can play in the biggest college football game anybody will ever want to play in. And came through and played a phenomenal game. And and, and threw dots. Like, I, that kid will be the starting quarterback next year for Alabama. And it's scary because, you know, I don't even think Hurts can probably. I don't even think Hurts can get in that Alabama backfield, Spade. You think he can get back in that backfield? I don't With know. With all the talent back then? I mean, but, I mean, it's stockpile. But if if we being honest this year, I felt like this was a down year for Alabama running backs. 
It was just a down year for Alabama running backs. What was both? What what was Scarborough? He wasn't doing nothing. I don't even think he was the lead. Mm-hmm. Who was the leading running back for this particular game? I, I don't know. I'm just I know they got they got an, I think number thirty four. I think that little dude is a freshman too. That little uh, other running they got they got a ton so of what backs. you're saying is he need to change know, position I just, I just, and transfer. So it was a trick question. It wasn't a this or that. Yeah. It was both. Yeah, I mean, if he wants to stay with Bama, he got to uh, he got to change position if he wants to stay with Bama because he's not going to play quarterback for now. Or, but I don't know if he don't want to change positions. He got to be out, and right. I don't know. I don't have the answer. What school? Like he going? He might have to drop down to like D one double A, like whatever they call that crap now. But he might have to go down to like one double A because ain't no. I don't see no school taking Hurts as their as their transfer quarterback. I don't see it. In my opinion, I don't know. I don't know. I want to Speaking throw this last jab before we move forward, bro. Um, Georgia ahead. fans, I'm talking to y'all on this one right here. For years, Uh-oh. for years, you guys have blamed Mark Rick for your failures. Oh, Every time no. Georgia didn't get it done, it was because Mark Rick was a choke artist. Mark Rick couldn't lead y'all all the way. Mark Rick don't know how to win the big games. You know what? Mark Why Rick was down in Miami. LaPaz, Mark Rick was down in Miami but with he's... his feet up, and you guys still choked. So it ain't yeah, Mark Rick. He fault. lost his ball game. Bro. Let me talk to these UGA fans. So, as a Kane fan, do not tell me we inherited a choke artist coach. He looked pretty good down here with us, and you guys still choke. Let's move forward. I'm gonna leave it with that. I want them to think on it for Hold a little up, while. Hold up, babe, because um, there's one more guy that said he's going to transfer. Eason, the quarterback from Georgia. Jacob Eason. He said he's transferring to Washington. How you feel about that, real quick? Uh, real quick, I know he's from Seattle. I know a lot of people feel like he's built for that conference, that Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever they are today. Uh, honestly, I think Washington kind of got, they got a few options a at QB. He's going to have to compete a there heap. as well. A heap? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I said it before. I said it again. I really feel like the best thing for Eason was to follow Mark Rick to Miami. We still got question marks at that quarterback spot. I feel like Nikosi Perry is our best option. Everybody knows Mark Rick I never run the spread. He's more of a traditional pro-style offense, and it fits the strengths of Eason. So I, I don't know what, I, I don't know, man. It's bad for Eason. I, I, I don't know. I Everybody want to say he's going to go back to Washington and everything's going to be all right. I, I don't know that that story ends that way. Let's move on. All right, man. Let's go to the NFL. And I know this is crazy. Every week I complain about us starting to show off with the NFL. And this year, I, this year, this show, I bring the NFL topic. But LaParis, we got to talk about this one. Who's your favorite running back, bro? You've been telling me this guy been a beast for the long. Who's your favorite running back? Le'Veon Bell, bruh. Well, Ding I don't, hold dong. On. don't get too happy. Don't get too happy. Le'Veon Bell has what? threatened his franchise, his team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, with possible sitting out a year or even an early retirement if they even contemplate putting that franchise tag on Le'Veon Bell again. Now, if you guys don't know this, man, Le'Veon Bell, you could argue whether he's one or two. But if you got him out of your top three running backs, you clearly just a hater. He is definitely one of the best backs in the league. And Pittsburgh got this thing with franchise tag, man. You know, they kind of got this. They really don't like to just break protocol and pay up. They kind of do this thing. And everybody knows this is how it goes. And Le'Veon Bell might be an exception to the rule. Like, I feel like he's an asset to this team. I think they know he's an asset to the team. He is threatening these guys with retirement if they tag him again and understand him being franchise tag ain't even a bad, it ain't a bad payday. I think to him it's more about them not wanting to commit to him long-term. LaParis, can you see Le'Veon actually doing this or is it just a scare tactic in your opinion? I'm, I'm going to say this. 
I didn't see guys like Patrick Willis retiring early or Calvin Johnson. Like these, I felt like those guys or Barry Sanders. I felt like those guys still had a lot left in the tank. So let me start there. Let me start there. As far as Le'Veon Bell, I don't think he will retire because Spade, the crazy thing is to me, Pittsburgh Steelers are Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown and Big Ben. You got to pay Le'Veon Bell. Like, what's with the keep franchise tagging and not wanting to pay this man? Like, that's just that's just terrible, man. Pay the man like he did. Ain't like he haven't earned it. This guy is he it. He it. He is it. He is it. To me, babe, you might say different. I know me and you had arguments before about when Le'Veon was out, D'Angelo Williams came in, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, he was a he was a solid replacement. Yep. But I just think with what Le'Veon brings in the running game and as well as the passing game, he deserves to be paid. I don't understand why they keep franchise tagging. These guys, especially in the NFL with the way guys get injured and things, you just, you can't keep franchise tagging these guys, man. It's just it. I I, I want to say it's not fair, but it, it's it's the norm. It's the norm. We've seen it a ton of times. I, I want to say I don't think Le'Veon Bell would retire, but like I said, I didn't see Calvin Johnson leave. You know, these players sometimes they just get fed up with the nonsense and the disrespect. That man, I, I I felt like I felt like Barry Sanders would have caught Emmitt Smith if he would have stayed in the league. Barry Sanders got so fed up out there in Detroit. He was like, man, this is it. Calvin Johnson in Detroit, this is it. Pat Willis was like, man, you know what? I can't, my body can't take this no more. This is it. So would I, I, would, I would be shocked, but I, I, I'd be like, you know what? I understand. I understand. We even seen we even seen Brett Favre say, what, his grandkids? He don't want his grandkids to play football. For He'd rather put golf clubs in their hands. Le'Veon Bell deserves to be paid long term to give some some um longevity. So, you know, set up his future. This little one year, and I know it's not it's he probably make like fifteen million dollars for one year. But still, man, it could be going like that. Oh yeah. He he deserves it, man. And they need to pay Le'Veon Bell and stop with the BS. Go ahead, Spade. I mean, Le'Veon Bell's only twenty five years old. So the thing that's tough for athletes, and we forget this. As the fan, we watch the sports, and we go, oh, yeah, move this guy here, move this guy there, like they're toy pieces. At the end of the day, man, these guys have families. A lot of times they have kids. Word. And everybody wants a little bit of security. You want to be able to know, okay, my, my daughter's going to be able to finish school at this, you know, you know, finish the next few years at this school or whatever. That's important to these guys as well. And I know it, it can come and go at a blink of an eye. He's 25 years old. I definitely understand him wanting an extension. I, You know, a, a long-term contract, I get it. Two things, though. I definitely think this is a scare tactic. I think if Le'Veon gets tagged, I don't think he retires. I really don't. As far as him sitting out an entire year, I really don't see that happening as well. And, I mean, lastly, I don't, before y'all attack me, I'm not saying this guy is better. I just want to say Le'Veon Bell had a great year, man. Over, over 1,000 yards rushing, of course. Four yards to carry. I'm just saying, they got a guy, a younger guy named James Conner. He averaged four and a half a pop. I'm just saying. I'm not saying he's better before y'all attack me. I'm, what I'm saying is, I mean, when, babe, we've seen the Steelers do it before. We thought, we thought Mike Wallace. Then they moved on. They had, um, they had Mike Wallace, Plaxico Burris, and um, who was the other guy? They had another guy too. And I mean, we've seen it before numerous times. They'll let a guy go. They let him go. They'll, they will let a guy go. go. And it'll be next man up. Yeah, I don't think they let him go, but I can see him getting that tag again. And LaParis, I want to say this too. 
Le'Veon is actually taking oh, a lot of heat. I'm sorry, Plaxico Burris. Plaxico. Go ahead, Spade. Le'Veon is taking a lot of heat about his choice of timing for this. The Steelers, the Steelers yeah, yeah, still yeah. in the playoffs. They st- they fighting for a yeah. championship right now or a chance to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, he got asked the question. I mean, he could have gave a politically correct answer, yeah. but he got asked the question, and I felt I felt like he he answered it. Oh, he answered he, it. He, he at least wanted to he at least wanted to send a, send a message to the to the front office like, look, okay, get it together up there. Yeah. That he did. That he did. I mean, I like I, I agree with you one hundred percent. I think it's a scare tactic. I don't. If they franchise tag him, I still think it's going to be hard to leave fifteen to eighteen million dollars on the table. I don't see him doing that. But I mean, like you said, man, these guys want some security. Like pay the man. He's one of the. He's one of the top three backs in the league. Wherever you got him, he's one of the top in the league, man. Just pay him. I, I and it's funny. It's funny. I'm just saying, just pay him. But I mean, I think he earned it. He's one of your best players. He's one of your top three best players. Pay him. Damn. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But if they Ready don't, he ain't going nowhere. Yeah, let's move forward. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true, too. But, uh, Spade, let's take it to the NBA, let's man. Let's do now, it. I, this guy's been under a lot of fire, bro. And the, I ain't going to front. Spade, can I tell him some, some things that happened behind the scenes? Oh, Lord. If that's all right? Go ahead. This is scary. Spade been, Spade been wanting to talk about LeVar Ball for probably the past two weeks. And I've been like, this bro, is facts. I don't want to talk about that guy. I don't want to talk about that guy. And and LeVar Ball came out, said some things about Luke Walton over the past week. And it got, I told Spade, I said, I don't want to talk about LeVar Ball, but I want to talk about Luke Walton. People are saying Luke Walton should be on the hot seat. He should be fired. Luke Walton should be out as Laker head coach, Spade. I know you were unofficial ball boy. Yep. I, I, I don't think I don't think that that's a plausible thing. Is that, should that be plausible? You know how these, you know how our subscribers are. They might wait like pause in the comments. Say ball, brother. But, I know hey, you're an unofficial brother. member of the Ball family. You know what yeah. I mean? And I, I got to ask you, should Luke Walton be out of his job, whether it's because of LeVar Ball, because the, the season ain't what? First of all, let me let me start off by saying this, Spade. I think we both agree here. Me or you, or you and I did not, did not see the Lakers making the playoffs this year when everybody else was like, the Lakers going to make the playoffs. They're going to be a 6, 7, 8 seed in the West. And we was like... What? No way! But that's what people told us. But Spade, should Luke Walton lose his job? Absolutely not. And this is the thing about my unofficial stepfather, LeVar Ball, that I have a problem with. <laughs> you can say what you want to say about the guy, but the truth of the matter is people flock to him talk, and they kind of hang on his statements, whether they are just completely blasphemous, like that I can beat Michael Jordan in a one-on-one. Or not. Like, people hang on everything. And he's saying that Luke Walton has lost the locker room. And, you know, the fact that they losing these games is coaching. And, and people are actually like, oh, Luke Walton got to get out of here. Look, man, Luke Walton's in his second me, year from not mistaken. Me, I'm going to cut you off, bro, but let me right. ask you. Do you think those statements are coming from his son? Hell no. You think his son is telling him, let me tell you, let me tell you what's going on in this locker hell room? Hell no. Hell no. Okay. Do you think, hell no. You, th- you think they just throwing the mic in his face and he just spewing out... Anything. Have we seen anything different from LeVar? That's what he does. They throw the mic in his face <laughs> and they spew out whatever comes to mind. Here's the thing, though. The Lakers are not a very good team. If I'm not mistaken, LaPaz, I think Luke Walton is in his second season as their head coach. Or is it third? Mm-hmm. Second? It's the second. Second year. They just had a pretty good draft. The previous year, Ant Ingram, it took a while for that thing to manifest, for him to start looking like the guy they hoped he would be. He's showing flashes right now. Still not as consistent as you hope for a guy you draft that high, in my opinion. 
but he's definitely got an up arrow. Same thing happened with Lonzo this they year. They 15 and 27, Spade. I, 15 to 27, they 12 in the West. Yeah, I got them. They, they got a better record than the Sacramento Kings at this current point right here. This is a team that's mm. currently on a four-game win streak. They young. They need some time to figure it out. Nobody in their right mind, because some of y'all did, but you in the wrong mind, trust me. Nobody in their right mind expected this team to come out here and, and shock the world. However, though, at times they show you glimpses of who they can be. Check this out. They beat the Hawks. The Hawks mm -hmm. are not a very good team before somebody state the obvious. What I'm impressed about is they gave the Hawks 132 in that game. They came back and beat Sacramento, who that's that's going to be good TV anytime because you're talking Lonzo and De'Aaron Fox. They came back and beat the Spurs. Mm -hmm. I know the Spurs ain't got the karate kid out there yet, but they beat the Spurs. Still a well-coached team, a team that you expect to come out and fight night in and night out. And then they bounce back and they beat the Mavs. They currently are on a four-game win streak. I don't have a problem with anything the Lakers are doing. Right now, I don't have a problem with Luke Walton. I don't have a problem with Lonzo Ball. Like, the team is okay. I want everybody to just fall back and let the Lakers breathe a little bit. Let them breathe. I, I, you know, Spade, I don't like agreeing with you, but I'm going to have to agree with you 100%. People are jumping the damn gun. They are jumping the gun again. This is what this is what people do. People are jumping the gun. I, I don't even feel like Luke Walton got to really implement all his stuff yet. Like, you feel, Spade, he just got Brooke Lopez. Lonzo just came. Ingram is a, is a been in the league for this is second year. Yep. He's showing flashes. Randall's a young player. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, who I love, I love Jordan Clarkson. He's been balling, but I mean, and you know, I like he's Larry one Nance of those guys. Too. He, he uh, another young player. They got a ton of Kuzma, young player. Yep. They just got Caldwell Pope. This is a new. This ain't even a team they had last year. This is a whole new team. It is. It's a whole new team. Relax. Give them. Give them some time. Hey. If anything, you guys know, if I feel like it's time for a, a coach to get the hell out, I don't have no problem saying he got to go. But I don't even feel like, I don't even feel like Luke Walton has got his got his opportunity yet with, to, to implement his stuff. It's a whole new crop. Everybody on this team is new except for like a handful of guys, maybe three, four guys. Yep. Everybody else is new. Yep. Everybody else is new. I think people are jumping the gun. Let's, let's relax. Like I said, I didn't think the Lakers was going to make no playoffs this year anyway. I, I, I want to say it, it might have been a few shows ago before the, before the NBA season started. We talked about the Lakers, and I think we said what the Lakers get thirty wins, maybe twenty something, thirty wins. Something like that. They on pace for they on pace for that. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what we expected for the Lakers. We want to see we want to see growth. We want to see an up arrow moving forward. And like I said, you 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 spoke out very strongly about um, Ingram. Ingram has been balling, Spade. Yeah. I like what I'm seeing from Ingram this year. This year, the, the, I mean, he's still skinny in stature, but the kid taking it to the rack strong. He's showing, you know, the kid is showing me something, man. So, I, I want to say, let's not jump the gun. Let's be patient. I mean, Lonzo is a rookie. He's, got, he's figuring it out, but he's getting better, in my opinion. Yep. He's getting better. He shows some flashes. He has some games when you be like, oh, man, Lonzo might, he going to be it. So let's just pump our brakes and relax. The Lakers will be all right. They're going to be fine. Let's stop jumping the gun, though. Let's stop firing everybody all the time. And I know Spade going to be like, you want to fire everybody. I do. But let's not. Let's let's at least give a guy an opportunity. And before we move on, Spade, I want to say I didn't think – Um, I can't think of his name. Coach for the Lions, Spade. Coach from the Detroit Lions. I don't Caldwell. think he should have been fired. Caldwell. Caldwell. I don't think he should have been fired. But – 
you know, people jump the gun. They be like, you know what? It's all these new hot, and they just jump the gun and they want to fire a guy. I don't think Lou Walton deserved to be fired yet. And uh, and let me ask, I don't, you know, I'm, when I say yet, I'm not talking about maybe after the All Star break. I don't think he needs to be fired yet. Like people are jumping the gun. Let's relax. Let's relax. Okay. You ready to move forward, bro? Because you know I how I feel it. about it. All right, man. In case you guys didn't know, while we over here in the Western Conference and we talking about these teams over there, since we in California anyway, why don't we just take a little drive? Let's go over to the Bay. Let's talk about Golden State Warriors and their star, small forward, power forward, whatever the hell he is, Kevin Durant. Kevin mm-hmm. Durant just scored yeah. his 20,000th point of his career. I think that's a pretty spectacular mm-hmm. feat, especially for a guy so young. Yes. Look, y'all know how I feel about KD. I'm not a fan of the move that he made, but I am the first to say this move made KD so scary, man, because KD now can score like he always could, but he's super efficient now. See, in OKC, when the shot wasn't falling, man, it's just you and Russ. Somebody got to get the shots up. Maybe you off and you know you off, but you just got to keep jacking up ridiculous shot after ridiculous shot. You ain't got to do that in Golden State. You ain't got to do that. The shots ain't falling. One of them doggone all-stars around that shot can be falling, and it allows you to be so efficient. You don't have to go out there and force. And I'm telling you, man, KD, when his career is over, people are going to look back on his numbers, and they are going to be amazed at how efficient this guy can score. Uh, how you feel about it, man? 20,000 points. Spectacular feat. Speaking of efficiency, I- no, nah, it's a big deal. I, you know, 20,000 points at his age is amazing. I think so, too. I think, I think he's the youngest guy to do it, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe LeBron. I think it was him or either LeBron. He's in there. It's, an, it's just an amazing amazing feat. And speaking of efficiency, Spade, I, I read something. I think it said, like, with Steph in the lineup, with Steph Curry in the lineup, uh, Durant takes, I think, 17 or 18 shots. Without Steph in the lineup over there, he takes 24 shots, and he's still efficient. So, you know, back when he was taking 27 shots with Russ, if Russ was out, he was taking 32 shots. Remember them games? Oh, yeah. Now he don't got to do that no more. Even with Steph out the lineup, he still don't have to. I mean, 24 shots is a lot of shots, but, I mean, when you're knocking down 15 of them joints, yeah, you know man. what I mean? Because yeah. you got Clay and you got Draymond, and you got Iggy, and you got uh, Swaggy P, and you got all these guys off the bench, all these shooters, and Caspi and all these guys. You can be more efficient. So I want I want to say it's a, y'all know how I feel about KD as well. I'm you know, I used to love KD. He did this move and then KD, I told y'all to me, his whole persona, his whole everything changed. His whole it just changed. But I would be a fool not to say this guy's not a phenomenal player. He's a he's definitely one of the greats. And uh twenty thousand points is a big deal. And I wanna say congrats to KD. That that dude he he, he gets buckets. But we already knew that. Spade, and it led to it led to SAS Twitter. If you guys don't follow it, I'm pretty sure it's in the comments in the um description somewhere down there. Yep. Spade as the SAS account asked asked the people, do you guys feel Larry Bird is a top five player all time? And, the, and the, you know, a, the majority was no. It was like maybe four, 58 to 40 something. No. 58 to 42, I think it was. But it was some. It was a lot of people. Forty-two percent is a lot of people saying yes, babe, hmm. and they were saying that Larry Bird is definitely a top five player, not small forward player. And I, I just, in my opinion, I don't think he. It's guys like KD and LeBron. Those guys are going to move up that list. Yeah, those guys are going to move up that list, and I don't think I have a guy like Larry Bird on that list anymore. I mean, it's just some of the things we do. I just wanted to tell the people some of the things we we 
have people do on our Twitter account. That's the type of conversations we have over there. So y- y'all need to definitely go follow that. But KD is definitely in a great situation. And, and the way it looked right now, I know Steph still dealing with an ankle injury. But the way it looked right now, Spade, it looked like they're going to be tough to stop. Especially depending on how James Harden comes back from his injury. But, I mean, Spade, I, I'm going I'm to say this too. I want to say this too. It, it, was, it was a lot of conversation. It was a lot of conversation this week about do you think KD and LeBron, I think LeBron is probably like 9,000 points short. Do you think KD or LeBron will, will catch Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? I think Kareem got like 30, 38,000 points. I think LeBron is at like 29,000 and KD just hit 20. Do you think these guys can touch Kareem? I'm damn sure. I, I'm not betting against LeBron James. I'm not doing that. Uh, from an efficiency standpoint, you want to believe Kevin Durant can as well. Of course, he's younger. The only thing that concerns me about KD is he plays on a team with so many other scorers. It's just going to be nights where it just ain't enough ball to go around. But I, I wouldn't bet against either one of them. I, I'm definitely not betting I'm going to jump out on a limb and I'm going to say they both, ca- they both catch Kareem. Definitely not betting against LeBron. I think they both catch Kareem. All right. Let's move on. Let's do. Is it on me? It's on it's me, on right? You. It's, it's your team. I'm sure you did. Okay, Spade. Yeah, that's right. T- today's Saturday when we recording this. Spade, guess who's coming back today? Jesus. The Zach attack. Zach Levine. Oh. Zach Levine returns to the Chicago Bulls. Spade. I want to know what one. Talk to your boy because you the you say you the NBA expert. That's who I am. I want you to talk to your boy. What? That's what you say. That's what that's I what am. You say. What what should I expect from Zach Levine in his first game back? They said he'd been down there in the G League, tanned it up. What should I expect from Zach Levine? His first game back. I mean, I love the way I love the way my Bulls play. I know we got our record is not that good, but I love I love what I'm seeing out of Lori. I'm loving Lori marketing marketing. I'm loving what I'm seeing for Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn, surely, in my opinion, looking like the point guard of the future. I like Holiday. Just getting Zach Levine back. I don't, you know, is Nico is in some trade rumors, uh, you know, about Nico to maybe the Jazz for favors, which I don't like. You know, that's another topic for another day. We can kind of talk about it if you want, but nah, what good. should I expect from Zach Levine, baby? I really don't know, man, and I'm going to tell you why. My concern is not so much Spade, Zach don't Levine. Slander team. No, Spade, don't slander my team. Spade, don't slander my team. I'm serious. My concern ain't so much okay. Zach Levine. It's, it's the Chicago Bulls. I don't know what you guys are doing. For a minute, I really thought the team had had bought into trusting the process, better known tanking. as tanking. But yeah. then they come out there and they show yeah. flashes where it looked like they're playing really hard and they're trying to win. I don't know if this is a good team that's trying to lose or a bad team that's trying to win. I don't know what the hell is going on in Chicago. <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't. You guys are currently dead last in your division. You got 15 wins and 27 losses. Uh, you're 11 games back. It, it's a lot of basketball left. I don't know what this team is doing. Mm. I know one thing for sure. With Zach Levine, my eyes are going to be on his explosiveness. He's the type of player that that's that's what made him special. He's not a bad jump shooter. He's not a knockdown shooter mm-hmm. where you turn around and see him open and you instantly I mean, start he been out for He's been out for over a year. He's been homie. out for over a year. You don't think that jumper got better? I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I mean he, he, he didn't have that explosiveness. That jumper had to get better, Spade. Had yeah, to. but th- you don't feel like, okay, let's say this. Let's let's suppose this jumper gets better. Do you feel like it could okay. have gotten better to to the degree of being legendary? 
So even if he goes from I shooter to, okay, pretty damn good shooter, that still don't make Zach Levine special. What makes Zach Levine special was I mean, his I'm, I'm not asking him to be Ray Allen. I'm not asking that, him bro. to be Ray Allen. You saying legendary. Yeah, if he don't come, I'm asking him to be. I don't know, bro. I'm asking him to be Michael Red. You know what I mean? If he don't come back with that explosive. I ain't asking him to be Ray Allen. I'm asking him to be Michael Red. You better ask him to be Zach Levine because that's who the hell y'all was trying to get. And that's what I'm concerned about. (laughs) I I agree about the explosive, especially coming off that injury. And you know, I hate to say it. Never mind. I ain't going to say it. it. I don't even want to jinx it. No, you got to take your job seriously, No, no, no. no. I ain't even going to jinx the kid. Nah. I'm about to compare him to a former bull, but I ain't about to do that. This guy been... Nah, I ain't wow. gonna do it. But I'm hope I'm hoping Zach Levine returns, have a healthy career, and can play a long time for the Bulls. I'm telling you what, in the beginning, in the beginning space, I was very upset about the Jimmy trade. I was like, yo, we traded Jimmy Butler, who's been over the past couple of weeks. I think he had a, a bad game either yesterday or the day before last. But he's been playing phenomenal as of late. I'm talking about putting up crazy yeah, numbers. They need it. Looking like Jimmy that was with us. Yeah, they need it. I, in the beginning. I was upset about the Jimmy Butler trade because I was like, man, we got Chris Dunn, Zach Levine, and, a, and some big name Lori Spade. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not complaining about the trade no more because I like, I like what I'm seeing from Chris Dunn. I'm loving what I'm seeing from Mark Kane. And he just went up against Chris Taps. And let me tell you something: when guys, when guys play against other marquee players, especially like you know Chris Taps and people are comparing those two. And, and Mark Cannon was not scared of the challenge, and that dude played a phenomenal game. I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing from them, from them guys. I'm not as mad as the I'm not mad at the trade like I was earlier in the year. I'm liking what I'm seeing from the young boys. Hopefully, I, I still want us to um get Nico out of there. I don't like the Nico for favors. I don't like that. I don't like that trade because I feel like we can. I mean, Bobby Porter's averaging the same thing. Derek Favors is averaging Derek Favors playing damn near 30 minutes and Bobby playing like 20 minutes. He's averaging the same thing. So you might as well just put Bobby in there. He could be an 18-10 guy starting. So get Nico out of there. Trade him for whatever. I don't want to say whatever, but trade him for some picks or trade him for a, a wing because I think we need a wing. Like, uh, you know, I, I'm really not a fan of Valentine. I'm really... I'm really not a fan. I like Nwabo, but Nwabo, but I think he's a guy that comes off the bench. I don't see him as a starter, a defensive stopper type of guy. I, I'm not a Valentine fan, but I, I want us to trade Nico for something better than Favors, who averaged the same thing as Bobby. Yeah, Paul. but it, it's about scheme, Bobby. though, bro. It's about Bobby. scheme. So you don't know. You might you might drop Favors in y'all's scheme, and he might look like a world beater, man. You never know. Man, play for Utah, man. Don't 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 hold man, against him. He he gonna look. He gonna get hurt. That's what Favors is wow. going to do. I don't know. I'm just hoping. I'm just hoping Zach Levine is back to being a, a better version of Zach Levine. That's what I'm gonna tell. All right, let's move forward. This one right here got me scratching okay. my head, bro. I don't know if you heard this. Wow. Allegedly. Wow. Somebody from the Clippers <laughs> organization got on their mobile device. They got on one of these, bro. It was Doc Rivers. It was Doc. <laughs> bro, they say he called somebody from the Minnesota mm. T-Wolves organization and offered them mm. Blake Griffin for Carl Anthony Towns. They offered them Blake Griffin on, for man. Big Cat. Now, this thing got me scratching my head. For one, they Come don't on, play man. the same damn position. Last time I checked, the Clippers got a five. His name is DeAndre Jordan. Now, you could play Cat at the four, but Cat ain't no four. I just I some I don't get it. 
I don't get it. Can you see this trade happening? Is it a fair trade? Absolutely I, not. This is dumb. No. It's not happening. No. Take up my boy Doc. What are they doing? Doc's looking real suspect here lately, what, bro. What am I taking up for Doc? That, what is Doc doing? Only thing Doc got right was his wife. That's about Did it. He? What is Doc doing? <laughs> hey, I'm now. Come on, Spade. Spade, what is Doc I doing? I like, I don't even know if Doc made the call, but this just sound Docish. This just sound Docish. Spade, they done talked DeAndre Jordan and then not signing with the Mavs a couple years back to only to Come blow it on. Now you, you traded CP3. You traded CP3. You you know now you want to. Come on, DeAndre Jordan is allegedly on the block. Now they trying to trade Blake Griffin. For big, what are they doing over there? Get you know, free Luke Williams. Get Luke Williams. So they're talking about moving Luke, DJ. Too, better. That, that I wasn't sure about. So they're talking about moving DJ and Blake potentially. Go ahead. Yeah, they, yeah. You, you ain't hear the um DJ to the Cavs. Oh yeah, yeah. The Cavs I, I, went, I heard that. That kind of went away. I didn't hear anything else about that. Not space. It's still, it's still, it's still in, in the, the air. It's still on the back burner, okay. bro. Yeah, man. I mean, I just, I don't, what are the Clippers doing? They just paid Gallinari. Gallinari played like 10 games. What are they doing? Doc Rivers, what are you, and I know I, if I'm not mistaken, Spade, I think we reported some some weeks back, Doc gave up like the player operation, like GM. He gave up, or, or somebody took it from him, something. They either, he either gave it away or they took it from him. Spade, you know, you don't never hear no rumors about Doc trading Austin ass. Hell no. Austin almost made $4 million dollars this year too. Come on, man. Come on. I don't understand what the Clippers doing, man. I don't either. Minnesota, I don't even know why they picked up the phone. As soon as I would have heard, hey, we want to trade for Big Guy. Nah, when I looked at it, call ID and the it phone. said Clippers, I'd have hit ignore on their ass. That's what I'd have did. They ain't got <laughs> nothing over there y'all want. I don't know, Spade. I don't know, Spade. They might have been like, hey, you want to you wanna give us, you want to get Lou? You want to get Lou? Maybe they thought it was Maybe. for Lou Williams. Maybe they, they thought it was Lou, Lou Williams. Lou stock sky high right now. Everybody want Lou. Oh, yeah, it's me. He out there damn near dropping 30 a game. He just dropped 50. He, he out there dropping 30 a game with all them guys out. Yeah, I, I just, I, yeah, I, I don't I, understand I don't know that. what the hell. I didn't know DeAndre was still, uh, I didn't know he was still floating around in the trade yeah, atmosphere. Still, still a thing. So maybe if they think they're moving DeAndre for a piece, you move Blake for Big Cat. I, I like them being optimistic, but if I'm Minnesota and you talking about some Blake, I always injured Blake no way. or Big Cat. I'm hanging up. I ain't even, you ain't getting a counter off. Spade, Blake just, Blake just came back from a, Spade, NBA players be out with concussions longer than NFL yeah. players. He just came back from like a three, four game absence from with a concussion. Yeah. They be, excuse me, they be out longer than NFL players. I'm aware. I don't, I don't understand it. They ain't wearing no helmet, bro. I don't understand So, it. you know, when something hit their head, ouch, it hurt. Spade, I don't understand it. I'm glad Minnesota hung up that phone. Ain't no way I'm trading Big Cat. It, it, it's not it's for no damn blade. It's few. I'm about to say it's few to. It may be it may be a handful of guys I trade Big Cat for in the league. And maybe a handful, a handful. And it ain't and one of they one of them players are is not Blake Griffin. Mm -hmm. I will tell you that it <laughs> no is sir. not Blake Spade. Spade. Let me let's move on. We got we gonna move on to the picking game. Y'all know Spade picked Georgia because he just couldn't go again. He couldn't pick Nick Spade. You, you always tell me every time with the, when we do this segment, you be like, yo, use your brain. Don't pick with I'm your heart. I'm never picking Nick Saban, bro. Heart, bro. I don't you care know. if they playing a Juco. I take the Juco. I'm never picking Nick Saban. Ever. <laughs> Come on, Spade. Ever. I'm never picking him. 
Come on, nah, bro. Nah, I don't, I don't rock with lights, Come on, bro. bro. But anyway, if you guys didn't know, it is now 10-8. I am on space. It's, it's like 10-6, bro. It's 10 Bro, check what you get? Two, Spade, you, you ain't win a game for everyone you get right time, bro. Spade, you ain't win a game in a long time. Yeah, I know, but you still was waiting. Spade, you ain't won a game. All right, I'll start back trying. Come on. Spade. I'm just trying to keep this mess interesting Spade, for the people that haven't watched this show. Right. Time, Jan. You ain't won a game since we was talking about you since you know the the uh the episode when you was like, so the Rockets only scoring, the Rockets ain't scoring hundred points. You ain't won a game. Bro, Since what before you that? Bring that line? What they got to do with the score? The score is still 10-5. I'm just saying. It's been 10, a minute. 6, whatever. It's been a minute. I don't know if you lost your mojo, bro. bro. I'm trying to let you, you get back in mojo. the I put the controller down. I ain't playing no more. Well, I'm back. I'm back. I'm, I'm, good good I'm back. Snack. I put the controller down. I'm back. Okay? I'm just 10-8. I'm back. I don't know about this 10-8 stuff. Hey. But all right. What, what, what's, what's the game? Give me the game. Check the tape. Check Give the, me the tape. Game. Check the tape. I got the game Give, for you, bro. It's a good Give one. Give it to me. It's the Miami, it's the Miami Heat versus the Chicago Bulls on Monday, Martin Luther King Day. Let's go. Are y'all trying to win or trying to lose? Which one y'all trying to do? Nobody know. knows. That's why you got to pick. Give me the Heat. Give me the Heat. Because we going to the postseason. I'm going to tell you what, Spade. The, the Heat, I don't, Spade, you got to give your boy Spo some, some credit, I love Spo. Spo is an X's coach. and O's guy. I mean, you was hard on Spo. You you've been hard on Spo. Back when we had Brian, I was hard on Spo because he wasn't no coach back then. Nah, Spade, you been hard on Spo like up to last. Bro, you're year, not gonna sit here and lie on me when me and Spo. I was just on the phone with Spo. Come, come on, come on. You're not gonna do this. I'm editing that out. Spo, he lying, Spo. I'm just saying that they, they. I'm gonna tell you what, Spade. Can I can I make a suggestion to the Heat? Well, no, I don't make no damn no. Let me, let me no, make what a I suggestion think to the Bulls. Y'all the one don't know if y'all trying to win or Spade, trying to win. Let me talk. To, can I talk to my Spade? You my brother. Can I talk to my brother? You say you want to make a suggestion to the Spade. Heat. We don't need no help. All your teams losing. Can I talk to? Can I talk you to, to my old brother? Fan too, right? Can I talk? They to my was brother? sub five hundred. I don't want no advice from no sub five hundred guys. Nah, we good. Bro, we, we finished 500. We finished over 500, actually. I, I got to do my we research. Seven I don't, and six. I, nah, we good. We finished 7 and 6, bro. We won our bowl game, unlike wow. the Kings. Wow. Okay? I wish we played. Spade, North can I Dakota talk to State? you, please? I, do you think that he should trade Whiteside? Yes. Because Bam has been looking amazing. Yes. Okay. You weren't expecting that, give me the, give me the Give me the Chicago Bulls, Spade. Give me the Chicago Bulls. Are you, look, you ain't got to do this. Yeah. Zach Levine Bro, back. You ain't got to do this. Zach Levine oh back. God. We got Lori. We we got we got we got Rolo. Rolo on clamp up on on Bam and Whiteside. We Gucci. I'm give me give me. You know my James boys. Johnson a black belt, right? James Johnson just got can't just got he suspended. Back. He only got one game. Yeah, he was just, he yeah he was out one game for swinging. That's what that's what James he do. He got a black belt. Huh? <laughs> Spade, are you going to give me a score, bro? Yes. Yes. 113.95 Miami. 113? What are we 113.95 Miami. Spade don't watch the game. Spade don't watch the game. This game about to be like nah. a 93 to. Not, not on this night. It's about to be a, It's about to be 93.87. Nah. It's going to be that type of nah, game, Spade. 113.95. Everybody getting free tacos at this game, baby. Oh my gosh, bro. We won't But tacos. then they, they must gonna be getting free tacos in Chicago because it's in we Chicago, bruh. Oh. Wait, it's in Chicago? Wait, <laughs> hold on. on. It's in Chicago? 
It's in Chicago. It's in Chicago? Yes, it's in All Chicago. Right, hold on. Let me tell you my score. 101-90, Miami. <laughs> this guy's funny, man. Spade, I'm looking at the time. First of all, I'm, like I said, I'm picking the Bulls. I'm looking at the time, and I, I want to just, I want to just strong arm a topic uh, in here real quick. You don't got to take a lot of time, <clears throat> you know, because we ain't have a lot of NFL topics. So I'm going to ask you: Do you think, do you think it's fair for the Cleveland Browns to move on from Kaiser after this small showing that we just seen from them? It's reports out there that they are going to take another quarterback with their one of their top picks in this draft. You asking me if it's fair? Life ain't fair, man. Well, I mean, we know it's we know uh, it's not fair. Do you think they should? Uh, no, I don't think they should. I mean, the man threw for almost three thousand yards. I know they're gonna say he threw a lot of interceptions. I think he had a two to one ratio, like eleven touchdowns and like twenty, twenty one, twenty two picks. At the same time, the leading receiver of that team was Duke Johnson, who wasn't even a starting halfback most of the season. Kaiser would be in the game. He would get benched. He would get put back in. He was never allowed to build any chemistry or get that momentum or that continuity going. And I just, I feel sorry for, I, I don't know. You know how I feel about it, man. I mean, Kaiser might not be your answer, but I don't feel like you've had enough time to arrive to that conclusion. That's just my opinion. Cleveland fans, go jump in the comments. Say, I say, I want you, I'll, get him out of here. No, 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 no. Spade, I want you to say what you said. I want you to say what you said about golf. Oh, that's a great Jared point. Jared Goff didn't play much his rookie year. When he did, he looked like shit. They was calling him a bust. But did they give up on him? Absolutely they not. They invested so much into him. They was not going to pull the plug on him that early. They brought him back the next year, and they had a postseason berth. I mean, they got that work. But they went to the postseason. I'm not saying the Browns are going to go to the postseason. But surely, you don't feel like he's hit his ceiling in his first game with maybe 15 starts after being benched and brought back multiple times throughout the season. I just don't feel like, I don't feel like that's enough. You got to give him time to grow. And again, I say this again, weapons. Like you said, Duke Johnson wasn't even starting back and led him receiving. Josh Gordon just came back. I mean, and when Kaiser did throw good balls, guys like Coleman, it hit him in his hands and he dropped it. They, those guys could have won that last game, the very last mm -hmm. game. Kaiser threw a, a, a great ball. It hit the wide receiver dead in his hands, and he dropped the ball. Like, I just don't think, I just don't think, first of all, especially it's reports out there that they're going to take old boy from USC. I damn sure oh, don't think Darnold? he the answer. Hell nah. Hell uh, nah. Darnold. I uh, don't uh, think he the answer. so long, buddy. So, look, man, I just think they pulled the plug on a certain guys too fast. And and y'all know what, what I mean about guys, certain guys. guys. I mean they I already talking about. Guys. They already talking about Lamar Jackson about to be this elite wide okay. receiver. Ain't even never any. We ain't. Come on, man. It's just what kind of guys? I mean, just, <laughs> them, them okay. kind of guys, bro. And like I said, I'm not saying Kaiser's gonna be phenomenal, but I mean Peyton Manning was a top pick in the draft. He threw 21 touchdowns, 21 picks. Kaiser threw 11 touchdowns, and, and I mean Peyton Manning had Marvin Harrison. And I think Dallas Clark and Edgerman James. Come on, come on, come on. I mean, and you looking at you look at that Browns. I don't want to take a lot of time, Spade. We had fifty five, but you look at that Browns roster on offense. Who is scaring you? Only Josh Gordon, who just got back, and Joku, who I think is a stud. For whatever reason, they don't put him on the field. And when he out there, they use him to block. Not on the field. 
They like for Which real. I like I don't know what they're doing. I don't they they. I don't know what they're doing, man. I think Coleman is a, is a good is a good receiver, but I think he's better suited in the slot, not playing the outside. They need more weapons. I think the Browns have a good old line. I mean, the, the defense is a, a top defense in rushing. Like they stopped the run. They definitely need some um guys in the um in the secondary. But I mean, I just think it's too premature to just be like, yo, we drafted another quarterback. Good luck with that, especially if you guys take the guy from USC. Good luck with that. That's going to be a fail. So. Let's move on, bro. Let's end this show. Last segment of the show today, folks. We call this a strong one performer of the week. It is like the Heisman of podcast. It's an award, a very prestigious award. And we happen to give away two a week. True. Imagine if you could give away two Oscars every week. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy, right? Man, we give this award away to any male right. or female who raised his or her level of play to ensure that their team got the victory. And I'm very unbiased with mine. LaPaire's not so much. LaPaire's, you on the hot seat. Who's your strong on performer of this week and why? Well, I'm going to tell you I'm gonna tell you what, my dude. If they think I'm biased, then I'm definitely being biased this week because this guy right here, let me just tell you, Spade, before I even tell you, hold on, before I even tell you what this LaPaire, guy. don't you do it. Don't do it. Who this guy is. Don't water before down I even, this segment. Spade, can I talk to you? Spade, can I talk to you, please? Before I even tell you who the guy is, let me tell you what this guy did. This guy played 46 minutes in a double that's overtime a of, That's game. a lot of minutes. He shot 8 of 15 from... That's a lot of minutes. He shot 8 of 15 from 3, Spade. He had 33 points, 10 rebounds, and a 122-119 double overtime win over the New York Knicks. And that's none other than Laurie Markkinen from the Chicago Bulls. For that reason, you are my strong arm performer of the week, giving Chris Taps all he wants, babe. Laurie said, don't compare me to this guy. He fooled out here. What, who was who the strong arm performer of the week last week, LaParis? Uh, what? Hmm. Huh? I don't remember. Wow. I, I give it to guys wow. that are deserving, Spade. So when James Harden was deserving, babe, those stats right there not deserving? week, I was forbidden from giving a, a worthy recipient of the award. Spade. Wow. Spade. Those stat, those numbers. Eight I don't want to hear that because James Harden was putting up boards? numbers. He was deserving. You didn't care about who was deserving oh, when I was giving so the Spade. So, oh, my God, Spade. So you about to ban Lori? I would never. You want to ban Lori? Level. What I want you to see. He got it two times, uh, Spade. Uh-uh. We are on episode. I, I didn't ask you what episode we are on. We on episode 159. We on episode 159, and James Harden got the award 154 times. I'm not going to stoop to your level of childishness. All I want to do is point out your level of unprofessionalism right here in front of everybody. So you can just keep giving it to the player from the team you like. I don't even like the Rockets. I'm a Heat fan. I don't like the Rockets. I just give it to people who deserve it. And you ain't, and the crazy thing is you never gave it to a heat. Dragons Oh, I most definitely, I gave it to Kelly O'Linick not too long ago, so far back. Last time I checked, he played for the Heat. Don't come for me. Yeah, you would put you would pick Don't man bun. You would pick man bun, but Spade, the Heat been on this crazy streak. They back crazy. in the playoffs. It's not crazy. And I don't, you only gave it's it to not... one Heat player because you've been giving Bro, it to James not... Harden. What? You know what? Let me let me get my award away and let's go ahead and end this show. Because if I could get over there in that box and give you two right quick, I would. Let me go ahead and end it like this, folks. <laughs> I'm gonna get this one right here to a guy. Look, last week, LaParis. Oh, actually, I think it was the week before LaParis gave his to marketing. I could be wrong. 
Last week, I think he gave his to Gerald Green, and he talked about how we made this lineup. We called it our all-time right. get-bucket squad, and we had Gerald Green as a starting two-guard on that squad. Right. He showed reasons why he was on that squad, just being called up out of the blue. He was in his house on his Xbox, probably about to run into me at the park and get that work. When he got a phone call, he went to the league. The rest is history. Boom. You know who the point guard is for that get-bucket squad? If you don't know, I'll tell you. This guy is a walking bucket. Comes off the bench for the defunct L.A. Clippers. That team is terrible, y'all, in case you didn't know. But this guy single-handedly beat the Golden State Warriors. I'm talking about none other than Lou Williams, Georgia's own Stand up, UGA. Oh, he can go to Georgia. My bad. I, I tried to say them Bulldogs. They had a rough week. But Georgia's on. Georgia's finest. Lou Will. What you say? Uh, Miss Lo- what Miss Laura shoot from Beyond the Art? What she do from Beyond the Art? Eight of fifteen. That's pretty eight good. Fifteen. Lou Will was eight of sixteen from Beyond the Art. Ten of ten at the strike. Sixteen of twenty-seven. Fifty of them things, man. You know how many people you can feed with a fifty piece, huh? 50 doggone points, <laughs> seven dimes. And he got seven hey, dimes. Lou, Lou Williams won me some fan dude money. He I ain't mad dimes, at him. Two he won me some fan dude money Will, that night. I'm telling you, bro, when I watch this guy play, it makes me a little upset. Some people make the game look so easy that it seems unfair. Like, it seemed like when God was sprinkling out talent, he, he seasoned Lou Will a little too much. He, he put a... A few too many sprinkles on Lou Will. It shouldn't be that easy for Lou Will, but it is. 50 big ones. What can you say other than congratulations, Lou Will, for that performance? You are my strong on performer of the week. Stand up, Georgia. We still winning. We still winning, Georgia. Yeah, Lou Lou definitely won me some money that night. But he wasn't good in enough to get the strong on performer of the week Because I had Lou in you. every damn line. So he can win you money, but you still can't. You, I, because I don't I know you me. Was giving him, I, I don't know was giving me. it to Lou. I knew, I knew you was giving. I mean, it was yo. Leave your guys who you ha, who you think should have won strong one performance of the week in the comment section down below. You can tweet us, let us know, and everything. But Spade, Lou, well, man, I'm gonna tell you, he got a little James Harden in him. Cause let me tell you, he, he gets, gets to, to the, the strike cup. too. He gets to the strike. He gets can to I the tell you a fun fact about that game? Do you remember last year or the year before? Might have been two seasons ago. We had topic on this show. A lot of people was coming to us telling us that Draymond Green was like one of the top players in the league and. Me and you were saying we really didn't see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just want to throw a little bit of shade at that crowd mm-hmm. right there. Draymond Green was in that game, y'all. Played 30 minutes. Shot 1 or 9 from the field or 6 from beyond the arc. Had 7 points. Just saying. You know, that's the man y'all were trying to tell me might be the best power forward in the league. That guy right there. Carry on, Lopez. Go ahead. Get us out of here. Wow. You just going, you just going, shade go. You got a problem with the Warriors. I love the bro. Warriors. Anytime you get, you get a chance to... Anytime you get a chance to bang the cannon on the Warriors and they fans, now, you I, take I, that I chance. I actually like the Warriors. My favorite wrestler was the Ultimate Warrior. I like Warriors. I like Warriors. I like movies about Warriors. Okay. Spade. <clears throat> What's the problem? Spade. Before I close the show, you got anything else to add to these guys? You got anything else to let these guys know about uh, uh, the Canes college basketball team is ranked. We got a big game coming up oh. against Duke. We need all your positive vibes. God, Take your spirit God. fingers and send those positive vibes. Last time you asked for positive vibes, y'all went out there and got that work. Damn, do what I asked them to do, LaParis. That's what that means. That's why I'm asking him. <laughs> send your positive vibes to my Canes. They're going to need some help against Marvin Bagley and uh, Duke. Go ahead. Listen, man, we want to thank you guys for joining us for another Facts. episode of Strong Arm Sports. 
hey, leave, leave your thoughts in the comment section down below about every topic we talked about. If Listen, if you new here, bang the subscribe button. It takes two seconds. If you're a regular, bang the like button. It's a bell up there right there. It's a bell. You know, you can click that bell and then it's send an alert to your mobile device to let you know when a new episode of this amazing podcast has been uploaded to YouTube. If you don't want to see a dude, let me just say this real clear. If you don't want to see two dudes arguing in a box on YouTube, we have audio podcasts everywhere. SoundCloud, Podomatic, iTunes. We are everywhere. Let me tell you something. We even got y'all covered because every week, every week our amazing staff upload a clip to get y'all juices flowing. Right to our Twitter to let y'all know what this is the type of energy because you know this is the, this is the thing now keep that same energy to let you guys know what Rats. type of energy we bring into this show. So we upload a little clip to our you to our Twitter every every week before the show even up before the show up show it up yep. boom it's a clip so y'all can y'all need to follow us on Twitter to let y'all know when a new episode is up. Listen, man, we can't thank you guys enough for your continued support. We've been getting so much love. I mean, last episode did great. Last couple episodes been amazing. We want to thank y'all for your continued support. And we'll see you guys next episode. We out. Spade, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Spade. Uh, wait. Hold up. You were going to ask me about Draymond Spade. Green stats again? Is the Falcons going to beat the Eagles the today? Oh, Falcons going to beat the Eagles today? Yes. Falcons going to beat the Eagles today? Dirty Bird. Like an offer. Dirty Bird. An offer. I thought it was going to be an offer. Wow. Okay. Listen, man, we out. We'll see you guys next episode. We out. Peace.